Hey guys, it's Melissa here. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So I first of all wanted to say thank you to everyone who's sent well wishes, thoughts and prayers for my family. As many of you who follow me on social media know, we lost a very dear family member and it's been a difficult time. And I appreciate your patience because I know I had to run some replays uh, two days last week, but what can I say? Family comes first and I also have to take care of myself. So I appreciate you still being with me and following me. And I'm so happy to be returning today. So today I thought I would talk to you about triggers. And I know that I've done a podcast about this before, but triggers are things that don't just go away. They happen all of the time. And the reason that triggers come up for us is because it's showing us where we still need to learn and grow. And so as many of you may have guessed, we still all have lots of areas where we need to learn and grow. Therefore, you're going to run across triggers in your life, maybe on a daily basis for some of you. It depends on where you are in your journey and what it is that you're learning. For me, I ran across triggers a lot in the beginning of my spiritual awakening. Like everything triggered me. I was a hot mess. Uh, But things would trigger me and I seriously would just get emotional. And one of the things that's been a very difficult lesson for me is not reacting to things emotionally. Because when we do that, we're not really able to think logically about situations. And we have a tendency to overreact and say things we don't mean and make things a million times worse and harder than they actually are. Just take, for example, sometimes when my children would do things that I didn't like, and it, maybe it was getting smart with me, I don't know. It was whatever it was they did that triggered me to become upset. And when that would happen, I would just lose it. And I would start saying things like under my breath, trying to be under my breath. It was not under my breath. My children would usually hear me say things like, oh, I can't believe they're that stupid or whatever. And I wasn't saying it like I shouldn't have said it, right? It was dumb of me to say that. But it's what flew out. Because like if I knocked something over, I would be like, oh, stupid Trey. You know, it was always someone else's fault, right? Not mine. That was just a part of me that I had to deal with because I didn't like it, first of all. And I didn't like the feeling of not being able to control what I say. Like, I didn't like that at all. But I kind of grew up in a household like that where if my mom was frustrated, she would just like start yelling. And sometimes things that came out of her mouth didn't even make sense. It was just she was frustrated because she grew up in a household like that where her dad did that. And you do what you know, right? But when you know better, then you have to do better. So for me, I would just say things under my breath like I'm so pissed and I can't believe I have to deal with this crap. But my kids would hear that and I didn't say it to them and I wasn't saying it for them to hear it. I was just frustrated, but... 
like the walls in her house are really thin. And so then, you know, I would just open my door and see them there with a the look on their face like, oh, geez, you know, they heard what I said. And I wasn't meaning to say anything to them or direct anything to them. I was just frustrated and I was trying to vent. So if you have like a quiet place where you can go do that and it's soundproof, like that's fine, but most of us don't. And venting like that doesn't really, it might make you momentarily feel better, but the point is you should never get to that place where you start screaming, like where you lose it. But that's what what happened to me. And it wasn't until I went through my spiritual awakening. Like, I realized that I did it and I was trying to be better. I was. I did recognize it before I even went through a spiritual awakening. It was like, you know what? You've got this temper. I would call it my temper. You know, you've got a temper and you just like shout. And I didn't do it like in professional settings or anything like that. It was just at home, you know, where I knew it was safe to do it. Um, and I didn't like it though. I didn't like that feeling of losing control of not being able to stay at an even balanced level place emotionally. And I recognized that I was doing that even, like I said, long before I went through the spiritual awakening and long before I realized that I needed to stop doing that. So Once I went through the spiritual awakening, like I still did it before I went through the spiritual awakening, even though I was recognizing that I needed not to be doing that, I still did it, but it was going through the spiritual awakening when I learned that it's all about my mindset, that I can get mad and get upset, and I'm never going to tell you that I'm a perfect person and that I'm not crabby sometimes. I'm not Susie Sunshine. I'm not. I'm usually a pretty balanced person and I'm nice and what you see on the lives, that's what you get and what you hear in the podcast, but I'm not going to tell you that I don't have days where I get snippy with people sometimes because I'm not feeling well or I'm tired or whatever. That being said, I'm very much recognizing when that happens and I am working on not doing that. Like if I'm tired or crabby or something, you know, sometimes I'll just have to tell people, hey, look, I'm sorry, I'm just in a bad mood or I'm just, you know, I need to get myself out of this funk, whatever. I'm just honest with people, you know, look, I'm not feeling well. I don't know what it is. I don't know what's bothering me. I'm not trying to be rude. I just, you know, I'm not, not feeling myself. And we all feel that way. We all have days like that. Every single one of us has days like that. There's nothing wrong with that. And there's nothing wrong with you for having days like that. What we need to recognize, though, is that when we have days like that, we need to recognize it. We need to allow ourselves to feel that emotion, take a deep breath, and then do something to get ourselves out of that. Because you can stay in that all day long, but you're just going to have a terrible day. But there are things that you can do to pull yourself out of that feeling of, you know, blah. (laughs) I don't even know what else to call it. It's like blah. It's a horrible feeling to not feel like yourself, not feel good. 
And that's what happens to us when we lose it emotionally too. Like when we have something that triggers us and we automatically get upset and we start, again, I like to say, you go down that rabbit hole because it's hard to get out. Once you start going down that direction, you've got to catch yourself and you've got to say, okay, I'm not going to, not going to allow myself to to do this because I'm better than that. I don't want to disturb my peace. I don't want to be miserable and mad and angry and crabby all day. So I've got to figure out what I need to do to change that. And for me, one of the things that really helps me is tapping. And there are so many different emotional freedom techniques is what it stands for. There's so many tappings out there and for so many different subjects. And what I find is when something happens and a trigger happens, it's you're not really upset about the thing that just happened. You know, it's not a surface level thing. It's that the trigger triggered something deep within you that still needs to be healed. That brings up something you don't like about yourself that you want to heal. So even though maybe the trigger for me was my son didn't pick up his shoes and I tripped over them and fell and I got mad. That wasn't really what it was all about. For me, it was like a lesson in controlling your temper, like not letting little things bother you. And that's always been a thing for me that I needed to work on. And I've gotten so much better about things. And like I said, now... I might start to get emotionally upset, but it takes me just a few, sometimes it takes me a minute, but usually it's just like a few seconds to realize, oh, wait, no, 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 I'm not doing that. That's, this is nothing. Even something like hitting a car normally would have just sent me into like a tailspin. And then, you know, I just took a deep breath. I'm like, okay, whatever this is, it's fine. It's not going to matter. And, you know, that whole, if it's not going to matter a year from now, it didn't. Everything got resolved in like a month and it didn't matter. So it's not worth losing your peace, your sense of cool. And sometimes it's all about, okay, what is this trigger trying to teach me? What is it trying to show me? Because there's something deeper here. For a lot of people... Other people trigger them on a regular basis because they're trying to point out in you things you still need to heal. For me, sometimes when people are critical, it points out in me the fact that sometimes I still don't feel like I'm enough. And that's something that whenever I feel that trigger, whenever someone says something and then I'm like, wait a minute, what do you mean? They're criticizing what I did? How dare they? You know, and I start getting that way. I stop and take a deep breath and go, you know what? This isn't about that. People aren't always going to agree with what I do or what I say or how I dress or whatever, and I don't care. That doesn't matter. What it's really about is that I need to feel like I am more than enough, that I need to be so secure in myself that I don't give a crap what other people think about me. And most of the time, that is how I feel. But every once in a while, like those little insecurities, you know, when you go around people, I don't know. I don't know if you feel this way. But this kind of, it didn't trigger me, but I just noticed this the other day. 
when we were at the funeral, there were a lot of people there who knew my aunt and people that like, I know, but I don't really know. You know what I mean? And who are what I would consider kind of judge judgmental people, you know? And so they would just look at you. And the old me would have been like, oh my gosh, I want to get out of here. Like, I don't want to feel this way. Like, they're staring and insecure. And, you know, I was just looking at it yesterday or whatever day. Yeah, yesterday. Sorry, getting my days mixed up. Whatever day that was. <laughs> Who am I? Where am I? I don't know. Anyway, I was just sitting there observing the people, like, staring and looking and whatever. And it kind of made me chuckle a little bit because I don't care. And I actually felt sorry for them because to sit there and feel like you have to look at everyone else and go, well, look at that person. She's blah, blah, blah. Obviously, there's insecurities within them that they have to judge other people to make themselves feel better. And I'm not at that point. I don't have to do that. So to me... That was a huge win because it's like, look how far I've come. In a social setting like that, I might have a little bit of anxiety. Like, I don't want to be here. There's too many people. They're all staring or whatever. I have to make small talk. That's not me anymore. It used to be me. It's not me now. Now I'm just like, you know what? I talk to people for a living. It's what I do. Like, this is nothing. And I can be nice and sociable with people. And I can also just sit back and not worry and care about what other people are thinking about me and I think that's such a freeing feeling it really truly is but sometimes when we get those little triggers and and that can be a trigger like you may be triggered if you go out into a social setting and someone just gives you a look and you know it's a judgmental condescending look that might be a trigger for you because it might be pointing out some of your own insecurities about yourself and like I said, it, I didn't have any issue with that the other day. But sometimes when people might criticize maybe um, like my written work or something, I don't know. To me, like that is a deep part of my soul, my writing. And it's like, wait a minute, do you think that I'm an idiot? Or what are you telling me this here? You know, you don't think I'm good enough? And... That could be a trigger, but for me, what I've learned is if I take a deep breath and I say, okay, you know what, number one, some people are really bad at giving constructive criticism, like they don't don't know how to do it constructively, they just come across as mean, and some people you just have to realize those kinds of people are those kinds of people, because they might not even mean anything by it, but they say it in a way that's really snippy or whatever, and you take it the wrong way. You take it personally. And in constructive criticism, the one thing that you should know is it's never personal. It's just about making you better. So I, you know, have to take a breath sometimes and just know if I'm around people like that, okay, well, this might come across as harsh, but I know this person and that's just how they talk and I'm not going to take it personally. Or Maybe it's just me being personally like triggered about, you know, like I said, not being good enough or not being smart enough or whatever, not being enough, basically. And you can fill in the blank with anything there. And again, I recognize it. I honor that I'm feeling that way. I take a deep breath. And like I said, I do a tapping and it makes me feel so much better when I do that. Uh, Brad Yates has so many amazing things out there. 
And he specifically has a tapping for not feeling like you're enough. And you can find that on YouTube. And I've used that one before a few times. You can find others because if you know how you're specifically feeling, well, I'm feeling this or I'm feeling that, just do a, a search, a Google search for a tapping and then put the feeling that you're feeling in there with it. I'm sure there's one out there. It's great because you talk it out, you get those emotions out. Meditation is another great way to bring yourself back to center. Definitely breathing, you know, just breathe through it. There is really nothing in life that should make you feel bad about yourself. But we let so many other people's opinions of us define who we are. And the thing is, if we're really truly secure in ourselves, even if somebody doesn't like us and they choose to reject us, that's, it's okay. Like that's not, it doesn't say anything about us. We have to be secure and confident in ourselves to know that that sometimes people aren't meant for us, that we're meant for better things, like whether it's friends, whether it's jobs, whatever it is. Sometimes we're just meant to, to be with people who truly, truly appreciate us. So when you're not with somebody like that and you're getting triggered, like I was in a past relationship, I remember thinking like, I definitely felt like I wasn't good enough. And I felt like I was putting in more of the work and I felt like I was having to initiate conversation and it just was, it triggered a lot of things. Mostly though, it made me realize that I don't deserve that. And then I am enough. And that's honestly what triggered this whole, I have to, I have to do something to change my life because I recognized that I was reliving the same patterns over and over again. And I didn't want to do it anymore. I didn't want to keep attracting guys that weren't worth my time. I needed to find someone who loved and appreciated me. The problem was at the time that I didn't love and appreciate myself. So I first had to learn how to do that. And I swear to you that that is what most of us suffer from. Even when we don't realize it, we think like, oh, I like myself. There are some of us that have so many deep things hidden within that we don't like about ourselves. And when we don't heal it, we keep calling in people into our lives who want to not appreciate us, who take advantage of us, who don't show us how amazing we are because we didn't feel that way about ourselves. And once you realize that, you know what? I deserve the very, very best. You're not going to put up with that. You won't. Because it's a waste of your time to deal with someone who doesn't see your value. And it causes hurt and pain. And you don't deserve that. Nobody deserves that. So you have to understand how truly, truly incredible beautiful, lovely, handsome, amazing, and deeply loved you are. If you could remember how it felt to be loved by the divine, you would never, ever, ever allow someone else to not love you in that way. That deep, unconditional love where you just know you're accepted, flaws and all, because there's no one without flaws. We all have them. There's no one who feels 100% every single day. 
But in a relationship, it's about today you're only operating at 20%, so I carry the 80. But most days we're both 50-50. You know, it's equal. But so many of us settle for less than that. And I truly believe it's just because we've forgotten who we are and what we're worthy of. And sometimes that's what those triggers are here to teach us. Like, hey, you deserve someone who's going to put you on a pedestal. Just like you would that person. Or you deserve a job that's going to appreciate you and where you feel happy and respected. This can apply to any area of your life. So when a trigger comes up, and they will, and you'll know it's a trigger because you, you're going to get that emotional reaction. You're going to want to have that knee-jerk reaction. That's a trigger. <clears throat> when that happens, take a breath. Acknowledge that you've been triggered. And then say to yourself, what's this really about? What is this truly about? Because it's not whatever just happened. It's not about that. It's not that somebody said something that made me feel bad. It's not really about that. On the surface level it is, but it triggered in you something deeper than that. And it was probably the feelings of inadequacy, of not being enough, whatever. Sometimes for us it's guilt. It triggers guilt in us. So you've got to deal with the emotion. And again, tapping is the best way. And it doesn't take that long. Tappings are usually five to eight minutes at the most. You can do it in the car, on the way to work, wherever. It helps so much just to take away that stinging feeling, you know? Because nobody enjoys feeling crappy all day. You've got to do what you need to do to make yourself feel better and you've got to deal with that emotion and triggers will continue to come but you can handle it you've got this you have all the tools you need you've got all the tools you need to be able to handle anything that life throws at you because honestly these are just tests they're just little test to you saying, have you learned? And the better you get at it, the better you get at not being triggered and being able to keep your, your wits about you, as my uh, grandma would say, keep your wits about you, the better you are at being able to do that, the less you're going to be triggered. Because when we learn a lesson, usually we don't have to be tested over it again. Sometimes it may come back around just to say, oh, have you really learned this lesson? But once you've learned it, you don't have to keep being tested over it. So don't get frustrated when triggers come. Just acknowledge it. I've been triggered. Take a breath. Meditate. Do a tapping. Whatever you need to do. Go walk. Going for a walk is great. You can clear your head. And maybe listen to some uplifting music or relaxing music while you walk. There's so many things you can do to get yourself back on track. Most importantly, though, just be gentle with yourself. You're, 
human. You know, you're human. You're learning. It's okay. You're going to make mistakes. Just get right back up and start fighting again. Because you've got this. And you've got a whole team behind you. And they want to help. So simply ask for it. I need help. What is this about? What is this teaching me? What should I be doing? Just listen for the guidance that comes. All right. I wanted to pull a card for you today before I left. So the card I pulled is from the Chakra Healing Deck, and it is Sacred Gratitude. You are learning to bloom where planted, knowing all the while that accepting where you are is not a sign of complacency or stagnation. Quite the contrary. When gratitude and appreciation are activated, you open yourself to the infinity of the universe and create a foundation upon which possibilities are built. Let gratitude be the springboard that grounds and propels you. The entire universe celebrates you, celebrates when you are grateful for your many blessings. I love that. When you're going through dark times, that's when you need to start showing gratitude even more. Because we all have dark times. We will get through them. And if we keep staying in that place where we have the cloud over our head and we act like Eeyore and everything's always going wrong, we're attracting more of that. So instead, get out of that. Just thank the universe for all that you have. All the wonderful blessings that have been brought into your life. All the beautiful people who are in your life. There are so many people who would kill to have what you have. So be super, super thankful for that. I am super thankful for all of you, for being in my tribe, for listening. I love you all. I hope that you have a fabulous day. If you would be so kind to subscribe, if you haven't already done so, that helps people find my podcast. It also tells you when I have a new episode. If you could leave a review for me, either leave some stars on iTunes or a written review. That would be so amazing. I would appreciate that so much. If you want to share my podcast on your social media, that would be amazing as well. Thank you to those of you who have already done that. I really appreciate you. You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram. My uh, The links to my social media profiles are in the description to the podcast. My website is also there if you would like to work with me. There are so many ways where you can work together and I can help you feel better and help you heal. There's Reiki, past life regression, coaching. Also, I am going to be offering an online Yusui Reiki course if you are interested in becoming a healer. If you feel like that is your calling or your purpose, if you go to my website and you click on the purple button that says, I am interested, it will take you to a Google form and you just fill that out, letting me know that you're interested. When I get a group of people together who are interested, I am going to run the course. I will let everyone know, of course, when that's going to happen. I will email you. The course is $200. It's two weeks. There will be online material that you will read and study, and then we will meet twice a week for two weeks where we will discuss the material, discuss how to do the Reiki, uh, any questions you have. I will also, I will not only be teaching you Reiki, I'm going to be teaching you how to call in your entire spiritual team to help you with a healing. I will teach you how to clear your space, how to make your comfort, your customers feel at ease, and to create an experience for your clients. 
even if you just want to learn how to do this for yourself, that's great too. And I will also be attuning you personally and you will have time to practice with one another in the group. So it's an awesome opportunity. Don't miss out. What better way to learn? You can learn in your, you know, spare time and, you know, some people want to do this as a business. Some people just want to learn how to do Reiki to heal others and their family or themselves. Whatever is great. It's perfectly perfect. So if you're interested in that, you can also email me, but you can sign up online and you do not have to pay when you sign up for your interest. I will, um, send you all an invoice once you've signed up. Once I know the course is running, I will just send you an invoice. And if you have questions about the course, don't hesitate to email me. My contact information is always in the description to the podcast. You can get a hold of me by text, email, messaging on Facebook or Instagram. Any way you want to get a hold of me is perfectly fine. I hope you have a beautiful day. I am sending you guys massive love and light. I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.